The Butt First Stretch podcast taps into the extraordinary endeavors that ordinary humans are doing daily to better their lives and their community. The goal of these conversations is to lengthen and extend our perspective on fitness, nutrition, holistic health, the mind-body connection, and what motivates us. The final portion of each episode will provide a guided meditation to self-reflect on the theme of the interview. Brought to you by Jennifer McCracken of FitFamConchi. Hi, I'm Jen McCracken of FitFamConchi. Thanks so much for joining me today on episode 24 of But First Stretch. Uh, before I dive into the episode, I just wanted to let everyone know on Saturday, June 6th, you should check out the Virtual Arts Fest and Car Show. To be honest, this was one of my favorite things to do in our community. Um, just going outside, being with other people, all the cars, like my three-year-old son loves the cars, and they have all of these different activities for adults and kids. And unfortunately, we can't do it live this year, but um, it's going to be sponsored by Lenny's Italian Deli, and music is provided by Beacon Bridge Wealth Partners. There will still be art classes, live music, and a virtual car show, and so much more. So definitely check it out, even if you just want some live music in the background when you're making dinner. Uh, We actually recently did that. Um, A local restaurant here, Jasper's, does live music, and they put it on Facebook Live, and it was really nice. I know we also are eating dinner when most people are um, getting home from work or two hours before most people eat dinner, but it was really nice to have that. Definitely check out the Virtual Arts Fest and Car Show. So before we begin the episode, I also wanted to address two things. The first is something that I have put a Band-Aid on because of the current environment. So I know that when I rip this Band-Aid off, it's going to be really painful. I've just kind of tried to contain it. Um, My yoga studio, Yoga Home, where I am a student and a teacher, where my family goes, just announced to the world that they were closing their physical space this past week. And it's hard for me to like grasp in so many ways. Um, Yoga Home was there when I got married, so they just celebrated their sixth year. And I know that when I told my son that Yoga Home was closing, he said, I'm really sad. I miss putting my shoes in the little cubbies. And it was just like, the way he described it was heartbreaking, even though it's something so small. Um, It's hard for me to grasp at the moment because I haven't been there since March 10th. I'm taking classes and teaching classes from home. This, in my experience, will hit me when I'm allowed to go back into the world and practice yoga in a community together. But... Who knows when that could be? Truthfully, from a business perspective, I get it and I appreciate their foresight. Paying rent and utilities has to be a lot in a space that's just sitting there. Um, This alone will only make Yoga Home survive and be stronger, something I have to remember when I see the space again. And this is definitely a crazy comparison, but it does remind me of that movie Thor Ragnarok. Um, I like Chris Hemsworth. I think he's so handsome. But basically, the land Asgard is burned to the ground. And the line that sticks out is, Asgard is a people, not a place. 
So they can move together to another home and as long as they're together, that's all that matters. The yoga home location is closed, but it's still open for all. Four walls doesn't necessarily make a home. And I'm truly honored to be working for Mara and Carrie through this and still being able to hold space and help ground people from all over. If you're free at noon during the week, the owners, Mara and Carrie, have been offering a free community class, so I would definitely check it out. The second thing is it feels like the nation's on fire. And I feel for us collectively and came across a quote that sums it up. There's pain in the fire, but beauty in the ashes. This is by Abhishek Mishra. It's really painful and hard to address the issues of racism in our society, especially when we've been socialized to accept it. I've always viewed myself as not racist, only to discover after a lot of self-reflection and reading written work on it, having conversations, that I am part of the problem too. It's not intentional, but society has shaped my views and my perspectives, and I need to begin to dismantle them and to own what has been created. It's been unsettling personal development, but the work is necessary to make this world better for our children. It's time to start stepping up and really examine why black lives matter, and we need to come together with people of color to find a more equal and just world. If you need support in your journey, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm not that far along in my own. But once we burn down our old ways of life that support racism, something beautiful will emerge. As yogis say, no mud, no lotus. So this episode was meant for me to open the conversation on how we can overcome that feeling of not being good enough. And to tie it into my previous statement, it's okay to turn towards discomfort. I need to hear this too. And that is what we're going to dive into today. That feeling of not being good enough. How to address it and how we can move past it to achieve great things. So together, let's stretch our mind, body, and soul. All right, let's warm up. The feeling of inadequacy is something that prevents many people from trying new things or doing what they really want to be doing. In fairness, I have felt this way in just about everything I set out to do. I'm terrified of not being good enough. That little voice that always just says, why? You're not good enough for that. So-and-so is so much better. My first suggestion is that if this is something you struggle with often, it's okay to talk to a professional. In fact, I highly encourage it. I'm not... um, I'm not a professional. I'm going to talk about my experience. I'm going to talk about ways that we can work through this together. But this is important work for you to do for yourself, especially if you are caring for others. Taking care of yourself before you care for others is super important. You will be shocked at the difference in patience and presence when you do take care of yourself. A lot of therapists will work with you to find the root of this fear of not being enough. And in full transparency here, it took about three sessions for me to really dive into it. I went in for the sole purpose of being devastated over a miscarriage and came out devastated on how I was viewing my life. And you need to do what's best for you. 
It might come out in journaling. I spoke to journaling in my last episode, so definitely check it out if this is something that will help you find the root of this fear. So consider this. What do you want and where are you in the process of getting there? What is getting in the way? If it's your own self-doubt and fear of not being good enough, let's examine. When you hear that little voice of doubt, turn inwards and remind yourself that you are awesome. We all have moments when we don't feel that way, but send some love to yourself because we're all doing the best we can at any given moment. Remind yourself of your amazingness each morning and each night at any time in the day when you need it because you are amazing. We have to practice. We have to work for whatever you want. There will be hiccups along the way. Keep viewing this as a lifelong education. For some reason, when I was in high school, I thought if I worked hard enough, I would get everything I wanted, which meant that at some time, I would have the luxury to stop working. That sounds really silly now. (laughs) And work can be enjoyable. Think of parenting and the look on a jo- of joy when a kid rides a bike without training wheels or dives into the deep end for the first time. But a lot of parts of parenting are really tough. A little bit of practice each day will help you deal with that feeling of inadequacy because you're putting in the work. So whatever that might be, you're going to have to do a little work. If you want to write a book, you're going to have to write a little bit each day. If you want to run a marathon, you're going to have to run. You have to practice. You have to put in the work. If you want to eat healthy and you have to put in the work, you have to go grocery shopping and find the foods that are sustain you and your family. So it needs to be done and you'll slowly start to get over that feeling of inadequacy. And tying into that, I think this one is super important. A lot of times we feel like we aren't ready or need to practice some more. So we hold back. We're like, I'm not ready to put this out into the world. It reminds me of a time when I was in college and I was giving tours for prospective students and their families. Basically, you had to try out. You were accepted or not. You had to take classes, take quizzes, shadow tour guides, and keep learning about the campus and the city. I felt fine doing walking tours because I knew the campus really well, but I was terrified to do the bus tours because I wasn't from the city and didn't want to mess anything up. And there was a Saturday that was really crowded. I'll never forget. It was a beautiful day. I kept like getting back into the line of the walking tours and the director basically pulled me from the line and threw me on a bus to give the city tour. I took a breath. I started talking. I told them this was my first time. Feel free to ask any questions. And if I didn't know the answer, I would be happy to find out. And I found ways to help with the downtime. Asking where people were from, informing them about the strange dialect of the city. As if you're on the city bus, you're most likely not from the city either or the area. It ended up being one of the best tours I gave. The bus driver worked for a tour company downtown and told me I should apply for a job. So it's okay to just throw yourself out there even if you don't think you're 100% ready. It's time to take that deep dive in. So that being said, if you're going to deep dive in, allow yourself some freedom to mess up. 
to do something wrong. It's all part of the growth process. Recently, I had trouble sleeping, which to be honest for me is is a weird sensation. I can I love to sleep. I can sleep through anything. Um, I was giving myself a really hard time for students that I failed to help and situations I would have done differently if I had only known what I know now. And I really internalized this and I spent a lot of time thinking about why I was feeling that way. So take a step back, breathe, move forward. It happened. What can I do better next time? Uh, something that's really important to do is to celebrate your success. Even if it's a small success, a small stepping stone, make sure you celebrate it. It's worth celebrating. And there's so many different ways that we can be celebrating our successes. Make it special and unique to yourself. Finally, it's so important to find a community that supports you, that pushes you. That doesn't say everything you do is great, but asks questions and celebrates you when you do something that is a huge success. This doesn't happen overnight, especially if you're new to an area, you, you might be in a phase of your life where you are making new friends because of where you are, um, but allow yourself to be open to people that come into your life. Recently, I've become close with several women who've had their babies around the same time as my second, and I feel empowered. I feel their support, even when we aren't seeing each other weekly. They push me forward and ask the right questions. I started running with new people this year, and I can say the same exact thing about them and how they've pushed me both physically and mentally. I reconnected with some people from the past. My neighbors lift me up. Support is immense. And when you find them, keep them close. Show up for them and don't turn away when things get uncomfortable. Turn in to that discomfort. Know that everyone has these feelings of inadequacies and fear. It's not like they will completely go away, but we all can work to give ourselves more credit and work to quiet that voice that tells us we can't do it. We have but one life here, so let's make it worthwhile. When you're 70, what do you want to remember from your life? Go out and get it. And remember, you are amazing. So my wrap-up three questions are, what stretches are you doing in your own life? And right now, I'm adjusting goals for the summer. I'm focusing in on shorter distances and tapping into some new opportunities in my life. And I think I'm also trying to accept a new round of uncertainty in this yellow phase. Like, what is the fall going to look like? Nobody knows. And I'm really trying to get grounded into this present moment um, here. What is something that you are enjoying in your life for you? I would say reading about social justice and accepting a new call to action about it. Um... I'm finding that really important right now. And something you can't stop talking about, it's definitely the weather. It dictates a lot of what I can and can't do. Is it raining? Is it hot? Is it humid? When do I need to run? When should the kids get out? Et cetera, et cetera. So definitely I've been talking about the weather a lot. So we're going to end this podcast with a cool down meditation. 
it is going to tap into uncertainty and self-doubt in yourself and it's going to hopefully bring a feeling of self-love and I'm going to have you find a comfortable position whatever that might be it could be on the floor laying down it could be sitting cross-legged or how I like to on a block or on my couch it could be sitting on a chair and just make sure if you're sitting on a chair that your back and feet are supported so I would sit with my feet flat and let my spine get nice and tall good if you need to sit back in the chair for this sit back in the chair for this if you're sitting cross-legged and need to use the wall to help lift you use the wall to help lift you so start to close your eyes or soften your gaze. Tune into your breath. Notice how you feel. Inhale through your nose. And exhale through your mouth. As you begin to breathe, notice the body and the mind. Do you feel tension in your body? Where is it? What are you feeling emotionally? Is your mind at ease or filled with restlessness, negativity, and doubt? Place both hands over your heart. Maybe stack the palms. And continue to watch your breath. Notice the sensation of your heart beating. Hold love for yourself and others right here. Inhale in and feel the air fill you up. Exhale out and send the air out into the world. Let each inhale Draw in self-love. With each exhale, release any negative thoughts that are lingering in your mind. Inhale. I am worthy. Exhale. I am enough. Breathe and recite this mantra internally. Notice how you feel.
as you say these words to yourself. Continue to breathe here. If any other thoughts arise, gently come back to your own breath. Let self-love enable you to build a stronger relationship with yourself and allow you to show up more fully in your life. You're welcome to sit in this meditation a little bit longer or gently blink your eyes open so much for listening to this episode of but first stretch i hope that you were able to have a takeaway on the idea of self-doubt the fear of not being good enough and maybe even take this knowing that you are good enough and you will do great things I forgot to mention earlier as well, I have published my June Fit Family calendar. You can check it out on FitFamConchi on Instagram and Facebook where you can find me. You can also find me on my personal handle of JenniferMC3 on Instagram. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm always looking forward to hearing from you. Have a great day.